Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. The Thai Expat Show is sponsored by ThailandBuySell.com. ThailandBuySell.com is a new classified ads website where you can place ads free of charge and shop. Ads can be placed in both Thai and English languages, and it's a very easy site to navigate. Visit ThailandBuySell.com today and sign up for free. Now that's all done, let's jump into today's show. So before we start off today's show, thank you again yesterday for all the ideas for future shows. I think there has been many, many great ideas shared and I'm going to go through them all and then start to pick out what I think will be good for the show and for you guys as subscribers and viewers and listeners. So thank you once again and we're just going to start off with today's show and the first story of the day. Government defends unlicensed ATK sales. The government pharmaceutical organization GPO on Tuesday defended selling cheap Novagen antigen test kits that have been banned in the EU, saying that they could be used in the country because the product has been approved by the Food and Drug Administration of Thailand. The GPO's deputy managing director explained the EU's Health Security Committee has recently changed some regulations for ATK registration in the region and requires additional documents before issuing a license. Novagen had yet to update its license and so was removed from sale on October 20th. We've contacted the company regarding the case and have been told that the company has already submitted the required documents for EU consideration. When approved, it will create more confidence in the product. But the product has already been certified by the Thai FDA, so it is effective for use, she told a press conference on Tuesday. Last month, the GPO sold ATKs to the public for 40 baht per set and received a lot of positive feedback for the move. The first 2 million lots sold out very quickly and a fresh round of bidding was initiated for the import of more kits which Eurofins food testing company won. GSD Novaken rapid antigen test is manufactured by Hangzhou All Test Biotech Company from China. Dr. Surachak, the FDA's Deputy Secretary General, said the agency has a clear process to approve ATK tests based on submitted documents, evidence and laboratory tests that stipulate that sensitivity and specificity must be 90% and 98% respectively. No brand can give 100% accuracy. The product approved by the FDA has a false positive rate of around 1-2%, he added. According to the FDA, it has also approved 193 ATK tests under 100 brands for home use and 93 for professional use, with Novagen earning approval in July. Meanwhile, the FDA on Tuesday began work with online retail platforms Lazada and HD Mall to introduce safety and legitimacy standards for ATKs sold through their portals by linking with the FDA website so people can ensure the kits are genuine. Since the turn of the fiscal year, the FDA and police have made seven arrests in connection with the sale of illegal test kits worth 600,000 baht. It also is working with Facebook and other e-marketplaces to eradicate illegal ATK adverts on 2,621 websites. All adverts for the products must be legally approved by the FDA. The FDA has set up the 1566 hotline for people to report any suspicions or they can be emailed using the 1556 FDA email address. 
And moving along, trafficked illegals in crosshairs. Arrest warrants are being sought for smugglers of illegal migrant workers and their assets will be seized as the crackdown continues on people entering the country illegally to find work following the November 1 reopening. Labour Minister Suchar Chomklin said the ministry has asked Assistant National Police Chief to seek warrants for smuggling gangs while the Anti-Money Laundering Office will be asked to seize their assets. Migrant workers should not have to wait longer than three weeks before they can enter the country legally under new memorandums of understanding, Mr. Suchard said on Tuesday. Imported labour based on MOUs with neighbouring countries has been suspended since March of last year when COVID-19 hit the country. Businesses and industries have since faced shortages, prompting some to hire legal migrants, Mr. Suchard said. The Labour Ministry move came after Prime Minister Prayachana Cha previously instructed it to speed up efforts to resolve the dilemma between worker shortages and a rising number of illegal migrants attempting to sneak into Thailand than having COVID-19 clusters linked to them. Following the PM's order, the Ministry on Monday discussed proposals submitted by business operators and NGOs on the matter. All parties were reminded to strictly follow the government's COVID-19 control measures and refer to a guideline for managing migrant workers issued in accordance with the Cabinet's September 28 resolution. The Department of Employment will meet with other state agencies and the Royal Thai Police tomorrow to discuss the MOUs, he said, adding the Labour Ministry is considering bringing in more foreign workers. Mr Suchart said any labourers brought in under the MOUs would need approval from the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration and final endorsement from the Cabinet. He added that the chairman of the Thai Chamber of Commerce, the president of the Federation of Thai Industries and Business Operators, will also be invited to discuss the matter at tomorrow's meeting. Rest assured that the problem will be fixed shortly, Mr. Suchart said, adding the ministry decided to bring in migrant workers under the MOUs due to sufficient vaccine doses. They will be quarantined for 14 days and will be inoculated shortly before completing their quarantine, Mr. Suchart said. Between 50 to 80,000 migrant workers are expected to arrive under these packed initially, he noted. On Monday, Mr. Suchart revealed that there was a surging demand for workers with several industries such as the construction and frozen food industries in need of about 200,000 foreign labourers. In Kanchanaburi, police and soldiers arrested 218 people who had crossed over from Myanmar illegally in Sanklaburi district on Tuesday, a record for the district this year. They were seen waiting in a palm plantation by a local resident near the border village. Most were waiting to be transported to jobs in Samut Sakam province or Nakhon Patam, Lantamburi, Samut Prakan, Ratchaburi, Bangkok and Prachikiri Khan. Some expected to work in Kanchanaburi as well. Each had paid 25 to 26,000 baht to job brokers. And that's a bit of a follow-up now on yesterday's story in which we spoke about the increase in a number of illegals being caught coming over the border. So it's good to see they're trying to do something about it. I would fear, though, is this process of bringing in illegal workers and the cost that will be put on to employers that this now may be taken out of salaries of these workers, which would be quite devastating to, to them, you know, because they're coming here to work and obviously send money home. But if you're going to be lumbered then with a big bill for 14 days quarantine and the bits and bobs that goes with it, it could become expensive. And I'm sure employers will not be paying that out of their own pocket. That's probably 100% for sure. And next up, the government will allow Loi events nationwide. The government's 
Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration will allow the organization of Loi Katong events nationwide on November 19th, provided measures to restrict the spread of COVID-19 are taken. Sumani Vaschasin, Hazard Communication Director of the Department of Disease Control, said on Wednesday that Loi Katong float events would be divided into two categories. The first one concerns activities by individuals, families and small groups of people. These will be subject to disease control measures and personal hygiene practices advised by the Public Health Minister. The practices cover the use of face masks, social distancing and hand sanitizers. The second category refers to large events like those usually organised in Bangkok, Sukhothai and Chiang Mai provinces. They must be approved by the respective provincial communicable disease committees. The committees would supervise the organisation of both small and large events to make sure organisers comply with disease control measures. The government will require Loi Katong events, organisers to provide protective gear including face masks for themselves and staff, limit the number of visitors impose social distancing on all activities including distancing among audience members and performers, set up body temperature checkpoints and provide hand sanitizer gel, conduct regular surface cleansing, install bins with covers and conduct regular cleaning of toilets. Doesn't sound like a very very happy Loi Kertong festival at all. Sounds like something that's overly complicated yet again but uh, I do enjoy the uh, Loi Kertong festival. It's one of my favorites here in Thailand. I always find it quite relaxed and chilled out and it's always very beautiful so it should be a, a lovely time. So that'll be Friday November 19th I think. So for people who are in Thailand I hope you do enjoy uh, that very lovely day. Looking for a good deal on real estate, vehicles, motorbikes or anything else? Find yourself a bargain at www.thailandbuysell.com. We encourage you to support our sponsors. And next up, TAT looks to quality first-timers. Thai tourism is on course to reboot in the post-pandemic era by targeting the quality market and first-time visitors from emerging destinations along with the domestic market. With currently two to 3,000 tourists per day, the tourism industry has already passed the lowest point, said Tourism Authority of Thailand Governor Yutasak Supasorn. To jumpstart sustainable growth, every tourism-related party should work together to attract more high-value travellers in diverse segments who prioritise good experiences. Mr. Yutasek said post-COVID tourism presents an opportunity for first-time visitors such as those from India. Thailand could capture a small part of the market compared to its vast size. He said the agency will also maintain the target of maintaining one-third of total revenue from the domestic market by boosting the number of local trips as people tend to spend less on a trip but travel more often during the economic slowdown. Preacher Champi, board member of the Association of Thai Travel Agents, said Thai tourism should look beyond the 1.4 billion population of India as there are many Indian communities across the globe. Together with people from South Asia, they are estimated to account for over 24% of the global population. The market has different segments, such as the over 600 million strong young generation, families, weddings or even Bollywood productions. Thus, competitors like Japan, South Korea and Vietnam are also eyeing Indian tourists. Indians perceive Thailand as the most preferred destination in the way Thais look at Japan, Mr. Picha said. However, he said food is a key obstacle as some Indian tourists opt for other destinations such as Bali, the Maldives and Mauritius which can offer food service that meet their demands. Speaking at the Food and Hotel Sourcing Festival webinar, the senior manager of strategic partners at Agoda said tourism in Asia has seen the start of upward recovery. According to Agoda performance data, as of November 2nd, Europe ranked first in terms of the highest recovery rate, followed by North America, the Middle East and then Asia. He said its survey in the third quarter showed positive 
travel sentiment in Thailand as 61% of respondents expected to travel within the country within six months, led by Generation X. Moreover, We Travel Together, a hotel subsidy scheme, also highlighted tourism behavioural changes as most Thais visited emerging destinations such as Kaolak, Nakhon Nayak, Sukhothai, Nan and Pechaburi. Kanchanaburi replaced Chiang Rai as it was included in the top 10 provinces benefited from the stimulus scheme. Mr. Suttasart said the first phase of the stimulus helped create 73,176 jobs nationwide, contributing to 0.4% to GDP in 2020. And that leads us in nicely to the kind of featured story of today, which is in relation to the Thailand pass and the hidden dangers that lie behind it. Because I believe that we have touched on this in the past, but we certainly need to highlight it again because it's something that should be spoken about. Everybody who comes to Thailand under the Thailand pass do take risks in coming here. It was very much highlighted today or yesterday by Richard Barrow on Twitter and then subsequently by some various other media outlets. And of course, we're going to talk about it as well because it does need to be spoken about and that is in relation to when you turn up in Thailand if you happen to test positive on arrival here in the country what happens to you and the government and the tourism authority of Thailand what they're not just telling you and they're not being upfront about it now Richard Barrow published a couple of stories yesterday and they were picked up in some other media outlets too and we're going to go through those stories so because I think it's important that you know about these as well. Now after his tweet the spokesman for the Ministry for Foreign Affairs retweeted this along with comments in relation to it and I think it's worth going through these comments from the spokesperson. He starts off by saying I think risks that come with travel during these days are there wherever one goes around the world. But we all have to do our part. If I were found positive when arriving abroad, especially if I didn't speak the local language, I'm sure I would have a less than pleasant experience. Vacation expectations altered, hypothetically. But after it all, I'd realise that understanding risk is the lesson of the day. Being positive upon arrival in Thailand is not a sad, humiliating story, but rather of sacrifice and responsibility, as no one is more entitled than others. Thailand is one of the first to spearhead new normal travel. This is leadership that that comes with responsibility for strict implementation as well as to constantly improve and address inefficiency where it arises. Now, this is from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and this is the spokesperson putting this tweet out and as he speaks for the government, this is what they're talking about. Now, I have a great issue with some of what he says, but I'll just go through it really quickly. Uh, firstly, I'd like to ask, and, I, and it's something very much worth addressing. When we're filling out the Thailand Pass application and at the very start, you have to click the, you know, I agree with this, I agree with that. And you have to click and submit to say you will follow all the rules and regulations. Where does it say on that, that if you test positive in Thailand, that you'll be locked up in a hotel for 14 days? Or if you are sitting beside somebody who tests positive, you'll be thrown into hotel quarantine for 10. I don't believe it says anywhere on that opening page or two anything about that. It's hidden from you because people, if they knew about it, would probably reconsider traveling. And it's certainly not something the Tourism Authority of Thailand or the government would want anybody to really know. But thankfully, there unfortunately, I'll say as well, there are people who've landed in this situation, but they have been now a beacon for us to tell you about what's going on out there when you test positive. So the first story, quickly through it, okay? The credit goes to Richard Barrow in relation to both these stories. I just want to be very clear about that. Tourist has revealed his anguish at the possibility of being hit with a large bill after falling foul of Thailand's test on arrival policy. 
The tourist named as uh, Kiroffs told Richard Barrow how he had arrived in Thailand on November 7th. He tested positive on arrival in Thailand and was then sent to hospital where he will have to stay for at least 10 days despite not having any symptoms at all. His family, wife and two children were sent to hotel quarantine and are due to take another test on day 3 to 4 and if they test negative they may be allowed to continue on their holiday but without their father. Now I believe the children are quite young as well. Now Kiroffs estimate he may have to pay 350,000 baht towards his hospital and quarantine fees if his insurance provider won't cover it. Now he basically said he knew what he was he was taking a gamble coming to Thailand but you know he never thought this would kind of happen. Richard went on to highlight the plight of another man James, who was found himself in an equally unfortunate situation after arriving in Thailand. Despite himself testing negative, James shared a car from the airport with someone who tested positive, which for James meant he had to go to hotel quarantine. James said he was traveling to Thailand to be reunited with his wife. He was traveling with his friend who was visiting his girlfriend and it was his friend who tested positive. And they got to the hotel. They were there, they were waiting for the thing. And then he was told after that he was sent, be sent to hotel quarantine for 14 days. Now, does this sound like utter lunacy to people? Now, let me explain. James has tested negative. He ha- does not have COVID. And he's going to be sent to hotel quarantine for 14 days because he was in a taxi with someone who had COVID. And the gentleman with his children and family, he has no symptoms whatsoever. He's been forced to take medicine because they say he's over 95 kilos, so he's in the high risk. He's a very tall man. His body type is is, is perfectly fine for his height. Of course, doctors here don't seem to understand that fact. So they're giving him pills he used to take every day. He has no illness. He's probably got more chance of getting ill in hospital than he would be if he was out and about. And yet they're charging him hundreds of thousands of baht for this. And this is the biggest crime at the moment and the biggest scam going on. Now, in relation to what the spokesperson said, and I take great issue with what he said, this whole idea that that this is a story about sacrifice and taking responsibility and no one is more entitled than others. Well, that's not 100% true because if you live in Thailand, for example, and you test positive and have no symptoms, in the majority of places around Thailand, especially in Bangkok, you can quarantine at home for 14 days. So yes, there is a little bit of entitlement. If you live in the country, you don't have to actually go to hospital and be forced to pay ridiculous fees for hospital care when there's nothing wrong with you. Now, another thing, The idea that they're spearheading the new normal of travel. Let me get this straight right now. This is not anything to do with new normal travel. What Thailand is doing is completely abnormal. The rest of the world has shown that travel can exist for vaccinated travelers or people who test negative before arriving. And even their own figures suggest that there is no great threat from abroad from people who are vaccinated and people who test negative before they arrive. I think he was out of line in what he tweeted today. He's not taking into account that nowhere on the Thailand Pass website does it say any of this will happen to you if you test positive. And in fairness, if you test positive in Europe when you go on holiday, right, you may have to quarantine depending on the country's rules, but they certainly won't be charging you 350,000 baht if you have no symptoms. Because in Europe and other countries, they're learning to live with COVID. Thailand talk about living with COVID, but their implementation is that is not that of a country living with COVID. Now, I feel very sorry for these people. There's an interesting fact. 26 people have tested positive, I think, for COVID coming into the country. What about all the people that were sitting around those people? Where are they now? Where are the people that were to the left and to the right? Where are the people that were in the same taxi as these people or uh, may have come in contact? Are they all locked in quarantine right now? Is it really 26 or do you have 60, 70 people locked in quarantine paying hundreds of thousands of baht? It's absolutely ridiculous and people should 
know about this before traveling to Thailand. You are taking a risk. It's a small risk, granted, but if you happen to be one of these people who thought they were taking a very small risk, your whole holiday is ruined. You're spending time in a foreign country and this gentleman, the man with the family, none of the staff seemed to speak any English. The doctors didn't speak English. They were just giving him gibberish every day. He doesn't understand what they're saying. Of course, when it comes to money, they're well able to speak. They know how to say 350,000 baht. That's no problem at all. And will his insurance company cover him? He has no symptoms. He does have COVID, but he's asymptomatic. And I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think insurance companies cover for asymptomatic people. Now, granted, he is in hospital, so actually maybe they probably will cover it because they'll say he was admitted to hospital with COVID, so he might get a cover with his insurance. But there are people who test positive, maybe, right, close contact, put in quarantine hotel for 14 days. There's no way your insurance company is paying for that. No way whatsoever. You've no symptoms. You're not in a hospital. That's coming out of your own pocket. And that will be expensive. Three meals a day, your hotel room, everything. I think you're talking at least, I'd say, a minimum, probably 50, 60,000. Probably give you medicine that you don't need. Another 20, 30,000 on top of that. I mean, the list goes on. But I definitely want people to know out. It's not just as simple as filling out the Thailand Pass. Because when you fill out the Thailand Pass, you're not being told the consequences to testing positive. And as I said, I definitely believe people need to know about. I don't want to hear about people being stuck in hotels and quarantine hotels and in hospitals when they have no symptoms. It's just absolute torture. And it shouldn't be happening like this. If that man tested positive with COVID, fair enough. Okay. You put him in a hotel quarantine for a few days, then you retest him again, like he would do in his own country. He'd have to stay at home. But you don't subject him to a 350,000 baht hospital bill. And it's unfair and it's inhumane. And Thailand, if they want to start attracting tourism, need to start rethinking what their idea of new normal travel is and their idea of living with COVID. Because none of this resembles the policy of living with COVID and treating people in a fair and humane way. And finally, the Phuket news. Phuket marks 55 new COVID cases. The latest Phuket Provincial Public Health Office daily COVID situation report has marked 55 new local infections confirmed across the island yesterday, bringing the total number of people recognised as infected with COVID-19 in Phuket since April 3rd to 15,597. New Phuket Provincial Hall blessed with Garuda installation. Phuket Governor Narong Wunsi yesterday led a ceremony to install the Royal Sacred Garuda symbol on the new Phuket Provincial Hall built on the south of Phuket Town. A traditional blessing ceremony that marks the building is now ready for use. And finally, PRU Field Hospital closed. Authorities officially declared Field Hospital Number 2 at Phuket Ratchabat University closed as the remaining two patients treated for COVID-19 infection were sent home. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in those comments down below. Because yes, this is a news show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and all that good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. Now before we go, if you have something to sell on www.thailandbysell.com, it's free to place a classified advertisement, so why not head over there, sign up straight away. It's the perfect place to sell, whether you're an individual or a business that's www.thailandbysell.com but ultimately my name is Kira Mack you've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show and we'll see you next time